Today on the newscast, Iran is increasing its threats against the United States. But what does the Iranian regime really want and how are they going about getting it? We head to Israel's Golan Heights along the Syrian border to get the inside story. That's next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast and welcome to New York City. I'm here once again today at the TBN studio filming our upcoming special, The State of America 2022. As you can imagine, we've got a lot to discuss there. And one of the interviews I'm doing for the special today here in New York is with General Jerry Boykin talking about the threats gathering right now against the United States and are we ready to face them? You won't want to miss this special airing on January 20th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time here on TBN. In the meantime, we've talked a lot here over the past week about Iran and its threats against the United States. We just passed the two-year anniversary of the death of Iranian terror master Qasem Soleimani at the hands of a U.S. airstrike, and the Iranian regime is vowing revenge, escalating its threats and in some cases trying to put those threats into action. We saw several attempted attacks against U.S. troops in Syria and Iraq last week, courtesy of those Iran-backed Shia militias. Now, thankfully, those attacks were unsuccessful, but the Iran-backed jihadis behind them made very clear they were meant to avenge Soleimani's death. And on yesterday's newscast, you can check it out here in our archives. And while you're there, be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell. We detailed how Iran is threatening to attack Trump administration officials on American soil. And that's not to mention Iran's continued drive for a nuclear weapon and its moves to surround Israel with a ring of fire. Folks, we are on the brink here, and 2022 promises to be a very eventful year when it comes to Iran and its terror proxies. So what is the Iranian regime's strategy here? What does it want, and how is it going about getting it? When it comes to breaking down Iran and the Middle East and how it all affects you, I can't think of anyone better than Jonathan Spire. He's traveled throughout the region and has spent time on the ground in some of the world's most dangerous places where he has seen Iran's proxies up close. He joined our TBN Jerusalem correspondent Mati Shoshani on Israel's Golan Heights along the Syrian border to explain how we got to this point with Iran and what comes next. Take a look. So Jonathan, we're standing here overlooking the last of the Golan Heights into Syria, mm -hmm. talking about one of the most burning and important issues in the Middle East politics and security today, yeah. Iran. Mm -hmm. What they've been doing, where they've been doing it, and why they're doing that. What they're doing, uh, Matty, they are occupying in their, with their own unique methods mm -hmm. uh, a whole number of Arab countries, mm -hmm. including the one we're standing next to right now, and all the way down to Yemen. That's mm -hmm. to say Syria, Lebanon, Iraq, and Yemen. Mm -hmm. There are today four Arab countries which contain an Iranian political slash military project, which is uh, advancing very considerably mm -hmm. over the last uh, decade. So if we start from here, right here from Kunetra, mm -hmm. up until June, July 2018, the people controlling this area up, we were looking next to, were the Syrian rebels, mm -hmm. assisted by Israel. 
In May, June, July 2018, the Syrian regime, accompanied by the Iranians, mm -hmm. came down here, reconquered it. They are there just a few hundred meters from us, even though we don't see them. Right they are there with the Syrian armed forces, mm -hmm. with the Syrian state. And it's an example here of what they're doing across the region. And what are they doing across the region? They are, by the use of proxy forces, political and military, mm -hmm. they are establishing an independently controlled entity deep inside the territory of Arab countries, mm -hmm. but controlled from Tehran with the purpose of advancing Iranian power, in this case, all the way from the Iraq-Iran border to the Mediterranean Sea mm -hmm. and to the borders with Israel and southwards down towards the Gulf. The name of the game, the name of the project is Power, Power Projection, and the means which they're using to do that is by the use of the judicious use of proxy political military organizations. Hezbollah in Lebanon, uh, the National mm -hmm. Defense Forces and others here in Syria, the Shia militias uh, in Iraq, mm -hmm. the Houthis in Yemen. Mm -hmm. That's the nature of what's taking place with regard to Iran in the region today. It's a bid for power across the region. And I would say it's the most serious regional uh, threat right now, both to Israel and also to the United States and the West as a whole. Break down the methodology of, of what that looks like. Why a country that is far in the distance from us, I mean, physically speaking, they're, they're nowhere near Israel. Yeah. Uh, definitely not, you know, a car drive or, or a walk. And they are, today, they're an issue for every country in this neighborhood. Persian empires have been trying to reach the Mediterranean mm -hmm. Sea since antiquity. And if you look at where Iran is located, it's kind of a natural desire that, the, that any state located there would mm -hmm. have. With the Iranians, of course, there's the addition of the kind of the uh, Shia Islamist ideology mm -hmm. that runs that state. What's the methodology look like? Well, you know, they have an agency uh, in Iran, the Islamic mm -hmm. Revolutionary Guards Corps, mm -hmm. whose specific skill set is the raising up of proxy political military forces. What does it look like? Well, if we take an example, which is the prototype example of this methodology, which is Lebanon. Mm -hmm. Shortly after the Islamic Revolution in around 1979, mm -hmm. they were already coming into Lebanon. There's a large Shia community there. Mm -hmm. And what did it look like? They began to recruit young men into political organizations, first of all, mm -hmm. with an armed wing, indoctrinate them with the ideology of the Islamic uh, Revolution, to begin to train them. They brought 1,500 personnel mm -hmm. of the Revolutionary Guards Corps to the Bikar, the Bikar Valley, there in eastern Lebanon, they began to train. And once the guys were properly indoctrinated and properly trained, then, of course, they sent them into action. Against who? Against Israel. You remember that Israel entered Lebanon yes. in 1982. And there began an 18-year-long insurgency against Israel, which ended with Hezbollah's victory and the unilateral withdrawal of the idea from Lebanon in uh, March uh, 2000. So that was the prototype. What we've looked at since then is a kind of repeat of that process mm -hmm. adapted each time to local conditions in a number of other countries, Yemen, uh, Iraq and Syria being the most significant of them. And you see the great advantage the Iranians have had over the last decade mm -hmm. is that because of what was initially called the Arab Spring, that is to say the outbreak of uprising and political instability in a number of Arab countries, uh, central government in the countries in question has either drastically contracted or indeed collapsed. And that's opened a space for the Iranians to then enter mm -hmm. and apply the same methodology that was applied in Lebanon mm -hmm. back in the 80s in a different updated context, with the result that something similar to Lebanese Hezbollah has now emerged in Iraq, 
in Yemen and also just next to us here uh, in Syria. So that's the nature of it. It's about power projection and empire building, mm -hmm. the methodology, make use of local forces, local uh, proxies, and the uh, objective conditions of Arab Spring and state collapse and fragmentation have held this project along enormously, with the result, the massive amount of progress they've made uh, in, this, uh, in this project over the last decade. Very important information there from Jonathan Spire and Mati Shoshani. Folks, if you want to watch the entire interview with Mati and Jonathan from Israel's Golan Heights, again, right along the Syrian border, tune in to our Watchmen TV show. That's this Thursday night on TBN at 10 p.m. Eastern Time and also airing this Friday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That's January 14th and 15th. This new year is going pretty fast already. Uh, the Watchman TV show. Hey, if you love the newscast here on YouTube, you will love our 30-minute weekly TV show where you will see on-the-ground clips from Israel and throughout the Middle East each week. So don't miss that. Also, tomorrow, do not miss our Watchman newscast live stream right here on our YouTube channel between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Join us live and bring your questions for our Q&A session. Much to discuss on the Middle East front and the prophetic front as well as we are moving now into 2022 pretty rapidly and things, as you heard today, are heating up. Until tomorrow's live stream, thanks so much for joining us here today from New York City. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.